Next on BYU Sports Station, the ultimate BYU football edition of Would You Rather. Taysom Hill for Heisman or a New Year's Six game? You can only pick one. Also, a gold medal winner joins us live. Heather Olmstead, fresh off volleyball dominance north of the border. Plus, BYU basketball's Corey Calvert post-mission trip. The former Colorado 5A Player of the Year in studio. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation back to work live in Radio Vision presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Wednesday, July 29th, wherever. However you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, once again teamed up with a vintage cassette tape collector, Jerem Jordan. I'm not that old, uh, neither are you, but we both went to Fred Meyer at one point and bought a cassette tape. I A lot of people listening to this relate with that. I subscribed to the, what was it, BMG or whatever, like those music... It's like yeah, yeah. it's like I, yeah. the Disney collector thing now, where you can order a bunch of movies for a cheap price, but you have to buy so many. I, I did that with cassette tapes. Oh yeah, you go get your single Motown, like Philly, cents. Boys to Men. Yeah, yep. UB forty. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Adams. We're throwing it back. Yeah, good stuff. Early nineties uh, music. TLC Waterfall. Do you still have any of those? By no, the way, absolutely not. You got rid of why, them. Why would I still? Have? I'm trying to think if I have. People any collect cassette records. Tapes Do they really collect cassette tapes? Does someone collect? There has tapes? to be somebody that collects cassette tapes. Yeah, it's there called are people Deseret that Industries. Anything and everything. There's got to be somebody. Yeah, some. No, there's great selection somewhere. For some reason, records and vinyl have a, a more street cred than cassette tapes. For some reason. And speaking of collectors' items, the Marriott Center. We got some chairs for BYU Sports Nation. We haven't put them in the set yet. But they're they're going. Why to be, haven't we? What they're we? going to be connected somehow. We're not really yeah. sure how it's going to work. Let's not sit in those because they're super uncomfortable. But with the mustard yellow seats out of the way, the Marriott Center lower bowl all blue. It looks amazing. Has never looked better. You made the jump from terrestrial to celestial looking seats. Fantastic. It looks they so look good. So good. They look so good. Very sharp, and it's just the beginning. The jumbotron and it, is. And it only to took forty four years to do it. Be constructed. Okay, it's it's going to with that first home game, that exhibition against Alaska. Okay, wow. The first real home November seventh is going to be big time. No, even the exhibition will feel cool because it's it's new. Yeah, it's new. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. So, BYU photo a couple of days tweeted that out. I know Aubrey Reeves, secretary for men's basketball, or executive assistant, I believe is the proper oh, term. Okay, um, tweeted out a photo. Looks great, and the and the jumbotron, the big screen, rounded bottom, right. Looks good. So I, I, I think it's going to be a great look. I think people are going to enjoy going to the Marriott Center. Not like they didn't, but even more. BYU basketball will add a transfer guard this week as well to fill out the final scholarship spot on the roster. More details to come. We'll have a complete breakdown when that news becomes official. Some people have had a breakdown hearing the news. NFL training camps are in session. Former Cougars like Jordan Leslie with the Vikings, Devin Mahina with the Redskins, John Denny with the Dolphins. Paul Asike and Alani Fuel with the Cardinals. They're all competing to make 53-man rosters, and a couple more will begin uh, in the next few days as well. Six foot seven, Jennifer Hampson and the Los Angeles Sparks in action at Minnesota tonight. WNBA basketball at 8 Eastern on NBA TV. We got next, they said. Fox Sports' Bruce Feldman tweeted his juiciest title odds, mentioning BYU, 
at 200 to 1. Wow. His college ju- football champs, 200 to 1. 200 to 1. <laughs> wow. <laughs> at least I mentioned, right? Uh, his juiciest Baylor at 19 to 1. How about those Bears? Turn around, they've made How about them Bears? Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Would you rather, before I ask you the question, how about 200 to 1 odds again for a national championship? Bruce Feldman, including BYU and his juiciest title odds. 200 to 1. I'd call that a long shot. Bruce Feldman also tweeted out, a few weeks back, Heisman Trophy odds. He has BYU quarterback Taysom Hill as one of his top outside-the-box Heisman Trophy contenders at 50-1 to 1 because Taysom's a freak athlete. The odds of BYU football going to a New Year's Six game this year? Oh, I have no idea. I'd love to know that. those odds. I have no idea. But that leads us back to something that caught fire during the show a few weeks ago. One of the ultimate would-you-rather scenarios. You choose, BYU Sports Nation, a New Year's Six game for BYU football in 2015 or a Heisman Trophy win for Taysom Hill. You can only pick one. Says the Big 12. (laughs) There's one true champion in this discussion, okay? Brian Logan and I discussed this, and and Brian swayed me to the other way. I thought originally that a New Year's Six game would be the one. But I've decided that a Heisman is the one. Winning a Heisman is actually winning something, Spencer. If you go to a New Year's Six game, you haven't won anything yet. You've got to win that game still, right? You also own the spotlight with the Heisman. Everyone knows who wins the Heisman. And their, it, their school isn't featured, but it is naturally through the selection of that player, okay? To a degree, winning the Heisman is like winning the Masters versus going to a New Year's Six is like a Ryder Cup win to some degree, right? Like, it's cool, it's there, it's relevant, but if you win as an individual, that gives your school a lot of pub. The, the RG3 effect, Robert Griffin III, Baylor was not a thing in football forever until RG3 won the Heisman. Then people knew what they did, right? 10-3 and three that year, won a fun game in the Alamo Bowl against Washington, okay? Since then, the last two years, there was an eight-win season, and then back-to-back 11-2 and two seasons in a BCS in New Year's Six, Bryce Petty was fantastic. 22 and 4 the last two years, conference champs. Baylor had a case they for elevated. the national playoff. They elevated after that, right? BYU didn't do that after Ty Demmer won, but it puts your school on the map. A New Year's Six game, you're sharing that with 11 other teams. The Heisman, it's, it's a team accomplishment as well, in a way. It really is. When Ty Detmer won the Heisman, that was a BYU thing, as much as it was a Ty Detmer thing. So to me, if Taysom Hill won the Heisman, that would, be, that would have a greater impact, uh, do more for the program than if BYU went to a New Year's Six game. Although those are probably connected. I get that. But yeah, it's, know, uh, Heisman is clearly the winner for me. I know many of you are thinking, as Jeremy said, well, these things go hand in hand. For Taysom to have a legit shot at winning the Heisman, BYU's got to have a special season. They probably need to play in a New Year's Six bowl game for that to just slow the logic some of you Wait, might what? think this is cruel, <laughs> but get over it. It's Pick July one. 29th. Answer today's Twitter question while you're at it, and we should throw that out officially. Oh, yeah. There's that. Would you rather have BYU get into a New Year's Six game or have Taysom Hill win the Heisman? Use the hashtag BYUSM. Mm. At Twig Stone. New Year's Six. It is better for the program going forward. Football is a team sport, and winning is the ultimate goal. 
Okay, there hey, is... I, I agree on those premises, but I think winning the Heisman does more for you than going to 11 other teams go to a New Year's Six game. 11 other. You split that pie up quite a bit, I right? know that the landscape of college football is very different in 2015 than it was in 1990 when Ty Detmer won the Heisman Trophy. But would winning a Heisman Trophy propel BYU to the upper echelon in the eyes of the regents of Power 5 conferences like going to a New Year's Six game would? What matters more to them? Is it an individual Money. honor? It doesn't, they don't care if BYU wins a Heisman or go to like, – those help. Is it an individual honor money. or is it having a special season in a crunch? Because BYU kind of feels like, okay, we've, we've got to do it now. Okay, t- we've got to go now. Riddle me this. UCF made a – they were the last Big East team. Or the American had an auto bid. No, 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 the Big East. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. They went to the Fiesta Bowl. Did that do anything for it their It got program? him in the conversation, didn't it? In what conversation? As expansion candidate. That's, was UCF that's cute. an expansion Nothing's candidate happened. before? Were they even mentioned before they went to if that game? If they're not game? invited, it doesn't matter. Had they ha- had Blake Bortles won the Heisman, that would have done more for their program Ooh, than I them going to the I Fiesta Bowl. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, really, I think it's splitting hairs. I think it's splitting hairs. By the way, RG3, they go to the Alamo Bowl and he wins the Heisman, right? They didn't have to go to New Year's Six game. Yeah. And that, uh, granted, I know, I, I know they're a Power Five, but they were Baylor. They're Baylor. Now they're something because they won back-to-back you conference You don't have titles. to go to a New Year's Six game. Look at Jordan Lynch, Northern Illinois. 20, 2012. Okay, I know that they went to a New Year's Six game in 2012, but that was not his Heisman campaign. That wasn't his And we're talking campaign. about winning, not finishing in the top whatever, which brings us to the stat of the uh, day. Yes. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Five. Since Ty Demmer won the Heisman Trophy in 1990, only five other players from non-P5 schools have finished in the top three of the Heisman voting. In 24 seasons, just five players, dog. Just five. The previous, how many years was it? We looked all this 24. up. Oh, wait, previous, 35 until 1990? 35 in the previous 55 years. Okay, so it's rare. You're looking, every five years you have a guy that finishes in the top three. That's it. So it's so rare. But to me, if if Blake Bortles had won for UCF, uh, the Heisman, that's a huge accomplishment for that program. No question about that. And bigger than if you go to a... The Fiesta Bowl. Here's, here's the thing. We are answering this question for 2015. If it were any other year, maybe I would go with the Heisman. Because, okay, because you are tying that to a, an, a, the expansion. Yes, right? totally. And because it's timely. We're asking this year, do you want Taysom Hill to win the Heisman or BYU to go to a New Year's Six game? Because both, of the timeliness. Are, both work great for you're that. You're right. Yeah. You're right. But if we're splitting hairs, if I'm going to go 51%, I'm going with a New Year's Six game because... They are going to look at BYU as an entire program. It matters. It matters. An, an individual honor lasts longer. It lasts longer. But I don't think that the immediate impact will be as great compared to going to a New Year's Six game. Yeah, I'm I looking feel, at a three-year window. I feel otherwise because when you win the Heisman, everyone knows about that school. Every, For, forever. And, I know. Forever. And, no, right then. And when you go to the New Year's Six, there's 12 teams involved in that. Right, that is a notable BYU's accomplishment. Never for been, sure. never been to a New Year's Six caliber they would, they game. Never be, been to a BCS game. They never would been be to a bowl line. One of twelve, game. right? They've never done it. They've never done it, which is why I would choose that. We I, have a Heisman Trophy winner, and I won it again. 
again because it was amazing. I and love it again too, but you have. And it was such a great accomplishment. You asked me to pick one. BYU has never done this, and it could not be more timely than this year with all eyes on the Cougars in Independence. So if you win, you win the top twelve team award, if you will. Okay. You win the top individual championship. BYU's never been in the top 12 team award, technically. Yeah, they should have in 96. You're right, they should have, but they weren't. They should have in 01. They should have had a shot. There is something to that, that they have never done that. I want that. Fifty. I go 51% in favor of the New Year's Six game because the Cougars won as timely, and they've never you done that. You can go that. to that game and lose. You know what I mean? Like, Heisman, you win something. You win, you go home with the trophy. You go home with the trophy, and not everyone gets a trophy. BYU's never been to a New Year's Six game, and who knows if they win or not? Just get to it. Just get to it. They've never been there. But if you lose the Heisman, you win. No. You you win the Heisman, you win something. Still, you had a special season if you get to a New Year's Six game. That is and guaranteed. you didn't have a special season if that, you produce no, the Heisman you winner. Don't, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to have a special season. You just talked about Robert Griffin. You just told me you don't have to have a special season to win the Heisman. The specialness is winning the Heisman, dog. <laughs> you think Texas A&M's like, man, our year with Johnny Manziel, that's right, just your point, You, you won the Heisman. Me. You Everyone, just told me. That put A&M on the map again. They were irrelevant for a while. <laughs> they go to the Cotton Bowl and win. Whoop-dee-doo. You win the Heisman, you win. The conversation is happening right now on Twitter. Join it, won't you? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Get involved. Would you rather have BYU get into a New Year's Six game in 2015 or have Taysom Hill win the Heisman? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At BYU Fan 1995, New Year's Six or playoff spot would do so much more to advance the cause of the program. Hashtag BYUSN. My blue goggles say both. Yeah, everyone wants both, but we're saying pick one. Okay, he goes with the advance the cause of the program. I feel that it would advance the cause of the – was Baylor Both not furthered that Both, way? Again, was a and not furthered by that? I feel that, that we're splitting hairs. Both would help. Just I'm just only giving it because of the timeliness and the fact that BYU's never done it, never been to a New Year's Six game. Up next, Corey Calvert makes his debut in Studio B after his mission trip <laughs> to Boston. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio, moving pictures on BYU TV. The conversation, it's rolling right now on Twitter. You win something, Spencer. (laughs) Yeah, you win the Big 12, perhaps. (laughs) You go to a New Year's Six game and have a special season. They know what they need to know, man. It's either yes or no. They're not going to be swayed heavily by anything. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Answer today's Twitter question. If you missed an episode of BYU Sports Nation, the show is on demand. You can download the podcast on iTunes or the TuneIn app. Watch it on BYUSN.com. Would you rather have BYU football get into a New Year's Six game this year or have Taysom Hill win the Heisman Trophy? Jerem says Heisman Legacy does just as much for the program, if not more. I say New Year's Six game because BYU has never done it. And they could use it more now than ever. You decide. Use the hashtag BYUSN. What was it? State Farm in the 90s? You make the call. You remember those? They'd I show you a play. Those. And then they'd I go, loved go to another commercial Why and then they come back. Why don't they do that anymore? Why don't they Why do don't that we anymore? do that? Like where the, the NFL, they used to happen like on NFL games. On, I remember I'd watch them College on football. Monday yeah, Night yeah, Football. Yeah, and yeah. they'd be like, this play happened yesterday. It was controversial. 
You make the call. I love that. And then they'd go to the commercial and come back and answer it. I would do it, but that's more work, so I don't want to do it. Okay, don't do that then. We'll have someone else do it. At Big DXPC answers our Twitter question. New Year's Six Bowl, it would be great help to the look of BYU to new recruits. You know, so it helps recruit. Heisman. Heisman Trophy helps recruiting too, quite honestly. And I feel like we're splitting hairs. Jerem has a clear answer. I think it's right down the middle. It is tough. It's tough. Make the call, Ump. I already That's what did. we're asking people. Oh, okay. You're telling other people to answer. Yeah. I made the call, man. <laughs> like on State Farm. <laughs> Joining us now, making his BYU Sports Nation debut post-mission, is former 5A Colorado Basketball Player of the Year, Corey Calvert. Corey, welcome to Studio B. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Good to be here today. Welcome back. How was your uh, mission in Boston, brother? Mission was incredible. I don't think you can serve in a better place than Boston. Obviously, it's a pretty cool place, but... I had an amazing experience and learned a lot. It was uh, definitely something I'm grateful for. What was your favorite spot in Boston? I went like a month and a half ago for the first time. Did you really? Uh, My favorite spot, I think I served mostly in the suburbs, but I think the city of Boston itself is is the best spot. So I'd have to definitely say the city. So much history. It's awesome. Let's go with uh, the obvious questions now. Because you are getting back into basketball form, you have to put off the missionary now and turn yourself back into a division one basketball athlete right. what's been the most challenging part of doing that thus far the most challenging um i'd say just getting back into into going game speed it obviously took me a little bit to get my body back to but i feel like i'm back you know where I, where i need to be um you know ball handling has been a little bit tough i feel like my shot didn't leave that much but ball handling has been a little bit tough but that also is coming back so it's a little bit of a process but uh, it all just kind of comes little by little there's the Fui Vakapuna regiment where you somehow are bigger when you come home for football players. And then there's the, okay, I'm going to focus on the work and figure that out later. Right. Which did you choose to do? Uh, Hopefully you can do both. Yeah. You know, Fui could read everything you need to read at the same time. <laughs> I'd say I, I tried to do both. You know, I worked out every morning, but it's not, it's not quite the same. But obviously I was focusing on the work as well. So um, I came back and I was a little bit heavier than I wanted to be, but I've lost about 10 pounds and... Uh, trim down my body fat, so I'm feeling pretty good. How much can you work on your handle or jump shot in, say, a half-court setting like the requirement? Uh, well, I was lucky I was in Boston, so obviously there's you know state centers and churches close by that I could go to in the mornings and, and practice. So I think you know I didn't have – I wasn't completely off for two years. I got to shoot around a little bit and work on my ball handling. So uh, I was lucky in that regard in Boston. BYU basketball just lost another player, Dalton Nixon, to the same mission in That's Boston. Right. Do you do you know him? Have you talked to him? I do. Yeah, I know him really well. He, uh, I was really excited when he got his call there. We just missed each other by about three weeks, mm. um, but I came home right before he left and got to talk to him a little bit, tell him about the mission, and it seems like he's having a great experience out there so far. So, if I'm your companion in Boston, do I have to rebound for you, or will you rebound for me too? <laughs> you know, I like to I like to uh, serve my companion as well. I mean, I had great companions that would rebound for me and do whatever I wanted to do with working out and playing basketball, but I tried to, you know, repay him in some way. Corey Calvert with us on BYU Sports Nation, the BYU now sophomore guard, right? Is that Uh, correct? That's right. Okay. So how does it feel to be a sophomore? Any different? Uh, I mean, not really. I think I, uh, I'm more confident now, I guess, than I was as a, as a freshman. I'm a little bit more mature now that I've been on a mission and, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really happy. I still have three years. A lot of my friends are seniors now, so I have three years to play ball. Speaking of your friends, now that you have grown and transitioned another year, who was the first teammate to contact you when you got back home? 
Uh, the first teammate to contact me when I got back home? That's a great question. Um, really, they all reached out in, in one way or another. Um, probably Cooper Ainge, honestly. Okay, I'm talking the first guy text message, <laughs> like, hey, bro, let's go hang out. Yeah, probably Cooper Ainge, but we were, I mean, I served my mission in his ward my last six months, so I saw him my last Sunday of my mission. Oh, that was a nice little <laughs> hookup from the so, Prez there with uh, with Brother Ainge. Uh, what were dinners <laughs> like at Danny's house? <laughs> well, uh, Sister Ainge is a great cook, so, <laughs> you know, Sunday dinners were not uh, not a bad thing at the Ainge home. Okay, now we, we as we spin things forward, when you're practicing with the team, what have you noticed? Has anything, like, changed drastically in terms of style of play or, like, certain guys wowing you? Like, what? What was the first thing you noticed about the current status of the team? Well, there's, I think there's a lot of new guys on the team since I've been back. The only guy that's back, I think, is Nate Austin from when I was here as a freshman. But I think the mentality is different, especially on the defensive end of the floor. This year, we're going to be we're going to be tough on defense. I think that's going to make a big difference. Um, we've started, you know, regular practices earlier than than usual because we're going to Spain. So it's been cool to you know pick up the intensity early in the summer and. Uh, you know, great guys. A lot of guys that can really make plays. Hit, you know, that can hit shots. We got good bigs, um, playmakers. We've got we've got really all the tools. We just got to put it all together. Walk us through that first time that you play pickup with the team because you're back from a mission. You're like, am I the same player? It's a new group. Uh-huh. The speed is probably you know faster than the half court with your companion or whatever. Right. The, describe that first pickup game. The first pickup game, I'll be honest with you guys, was not pretty. I was <laughs> I was a little bit out of it, a little slow. Uh you know, my my mind would be telling me to do something my body wouldn't do it. But obviously since then it's gotten a lot better and I'm definitely more comfortable now, so that's nice. Who is surprising you? Like have there have has there been any moments where you're like, "Holy cow, that was an unbelievable play." By a certain individual. Like who's who's taking your breath away? Uh, you know, we've got a couple of those guys. I think Kyle um, obviously can do it all. Kyle, highlight dunks, great passes. He can do it all. Chase Fisher surprised me. You know, I thought he was just a shooter, but in practice he can take guys to the cup and, and make plays. He looks really good. Um, we've got very athletic bigs as well. Bronson, or excuse me, not Bronson, Corbin. You're not the only one that makes that <laughs> mistake, brother. Myself right. included. Corbin, uh, yeah, Corbin's a freak athlete, and he's definitely improved his game from what I've from what I've seen, and uh, yeah, we've got we've got a lot of really really good players, so it'll be fun. Tell us about uh, preparations for the Spain trip. I, I believe you guys get what like ten practices or something yeah. before, and your practice number two, I so, assume today or tomorrow. So we've had we've had three practices so oh. far. Um, we don't practice again until next Monday, and then we'll go we'll go pretty hard for two weeks, I believe, and then get on our way to Spain. So it's been a good experience. When do you tra- uh, when do you leave for Spain? I believe it's the eighteenth of August. I think it's the third week of August. can't remember exact, the exact date, but we've got a couple more weeks here. It would seem that the timing uh, with the transition of BYU's facilities now coming into play, your, your timing's pretty good. You come back, the Marriott Center is going to be newly renovated. Stipend. Yeah, the, sti- the stipend is also in place yeah. for scholarship athletes. Uh, did you, how, how much in contact were you uh, in knowing about the transitions that were happening not only at the Marriott Center but also with your status as a scholarship player at the Division One level? Um, I mean, I was pretty in the loop, I guess. I think mostly for my dad. He would keep me updated when he'd hear things about you know the, the facility being built and things like that, which I was really excited about, obviously. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I was pretty – I was in the loop. I was kept up to Most date. importantly, when did you learn about BYU Sports Nation? Um, you know, I heard about him right when I got back. I thought it was pretty sweet. Um, you know, it's obviously a privilege to be on here with you guys. You guys are the, doing a great job here. The crown jewel of independence is what we <laughs> like to think that we are here. We think 
probably too highly of ourselves. When you when you look at uh, what's going on with BYU basketball, obviously the transition to the West Coast Conference uh-huh. is a part of that. But what what's what's maybe been different in your eyes from okay before my mission? Now I'm seeing some differences here. Um, well, I think that we're just for one our our strength and conditioning program is different. Uh, we got Bob Medina, who who you know is a great great strength trainer, and um, he's got us in the weight room every day. You know on the field doing conditioning in the weight room doing explosive stuff um, my body just feels a lot a lot better I feel like than I did my freshman year um, and I think I attribute a lot of that to to what Bob Medina is doing and there's just a different attitude here I think we're here to we're here to win games we're here to do something big um, and make it past what we've done the last couple of years so what were you what will your role be on the team are you strictly a point guard are you going to do are you going to play any other position so um it's hard to say right now actually in practice i've been getting more reps at the shooting guard position um but i feel comfortable at either guard spot um really one through three i feel comfortable so wherever they need me to play um i'm happy to do so who was the person on your mission that would let you know of what was going on with BYU hoops because um, I just went to BYUCookies.com on my mission. And then my president, after a while, was like, nah, no more of that. <laughs> so I think I got emails from friends, from my parents. They would keep me updated. The coaches would email me once in a while. Bob Medina even would email me. Um, even a couple of guys on the team would email me. So it wasn't really one person in particular, but everyone kind of kept in contact and kept me up to date. Had, had Bob had, – were you with Bob the, your freshman year? No, I so wasn't. So you didn't even know him, and no. he's emailing you yeah, exactly. on your mission. He would send me a, a positive thought every week, and he'd kind of give me the rundown of the games and practices and stuff, which I thought was really cool. So I felt like I already had a relationship with him when I got back. What kind of expectations can you realistically have for yourself coming off of a mission? Uh-huh. Um, you know, honestly, I have big expectations for myself. Uh, I feel like my body's back to where it needs to be. I feel like my game feels really good, and I'm confident in my abilities, and I feel like I can add a lot to this team. So I have big expectations. I think the coaches have expectations for me as well, and um, I'm definitely ready to deliver you know, on those expectations. Have the Richards building um, police gotten you yet with not having a wristband? <laughs> They've gotten me many times. I think <laughs> more, more my freshman year. Now we have the gym reserved almost the whole day, one of the gyms. So uh, you can just kind of tell them, well, we've got it reserved. But uh, – they definitely have got me a couple times. What is They'll the, get you, man. <laughs> yeah, what, what's the best part of your game? If someone, if you were to describe yourself to someone that was looking at you as a basketball player, what would you say is your biggest strength? Okay. Uh, I, right now I'd probably say scoring the ball, mostly with the shot. I like going to the rim as well, but I think that I'm shooting the ball well right now, both you know off the bounce and catch and shoot. So right now that's probably my strength. I also you know like to pass and, and handle the ball too. So that's coming along nicely. Who are some of the guys you mentioned who who's popped out with some great plays? But who are some of the other guys that you've played with who you've thought, hey, BYU fans are going to like them because we don't know a lot about Braden Shaw and Jacob Hartzog right. and Zach Selye, some of these newcomers. Yeah, I mean those guys are all they all have a lot of talent. I mean, think um, you know I was actually kind of surprised to see how quickly they're getting back into it. Braden Shaw's great athlete, high riser. You know he's got a lot of energy. He, I think he'll add a lot to the team in that way. Um, Jacob Hartsock can shoot it from half court. I mean, as soon as he walks in the gym, he's got. That's what we hear. <laughs> yeah, I, I have heard that that he's he made like I think, who was it was telling us? I think it was Chase. his first three was beyond NBA range or something yeah. in yeah. pickup. It was Chase Fisher saying he he hit like five or six three pointers in a pickup <laughs> game, and he was like, "What in the world?" No, yeah, he really did. I mean, he'll shoot it right in your face from thirty five feet, which I think is uh, you know pretty fun. And then obviously Zach Selius is he's a he's a really good player, great shooter. He's got a big body and can take it to the hole, play good D. 
Um, so I think BYU fans are really going to like his game as well. Corey, it's great to have you in Studio B. We wish you uh, the best of luck as you push forward to your now sophomore season, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Hey, thank you very much, guys. Have fun in Spain. But thank before you. you go, you need to sign our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up flag behind you. <laughs> Love it. I'd be okay. happy to do it. We'll have you do that during the break. Corey right. Calvert in Studio Thanks, B guys. survived his mission to Boston. Now he heads back towards BYU basketball. Thanks again for the, the town. Time. Hey, thank you. The town. <laughs> Up next, how many Heisman votes will Taysom Hill earn in 2015? Man, are we getting ahead of ourselves here? What? <laughs> it's more or less up next on BYU Sports Nation. That's what we I'm do. Gonna, I'm going to hop on the plane to Spain and luggage, by the way. I'm going. Okay. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Get your hands on some swag, people. BYU Sports Nation swag. Go to BYUstore.com, search Blue Goggles or BYU Sports Nation and get your swag on. Yeah, we need a slim fit pair of the Blue Goggles back on the desk. A slim fit? We used to have two. We've, Wait. I think we've given a couple of pairs away that oh, have been I, yeah, on the set. You get one are both Tyler gone? Hobbs. Both are gone. What? Oh, there's a pair back there. Yeah. Okay, there's a pair back there. We need to grab wow. those. What, what are we doing with no slim fit blue goggles on the desk? This oh, could like, be a disaster. Like we've forgotten where we came from. How could BYU win more than two games in September without the blue goggles up here? <laughs> blue goggle alert. Blue goggle alert. <laughs> it's impossible. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU basketball will add a transfer guard this week to fill out the final scholarship spot on the roster. More details, of course, to come. We'll have a complete breakdown when that news becomes official. NFL training camps are in sesh. Former Cougars like Jordan Leslie with the Vikings, Seb Mahina with the Redskins, John Denny with the Dolphins, Paul Lasique and Alani Fu with the Cardinals. They're all competing to make 53-man rosters. Good luck to those guys. Jennifer Hampson and the Los Angeles Sparks of the WNBA in action at Minnesota tonight, 8 Eastern. You can watch Jen and the Sparks on NBA TV. Odds to win the national title. BYU at 200-1. to one. So you're just telling me there's a chance. No. Fox Sports Bruce Feldman tweeted his juiciest title odds. Mentioned BYU. His juiciest Baylor at nineteen to one. BYU two hundred to one. So listen, making a New Year Six game is out there, right? Possible, but out there. National championship two hundred to one. A group of five team making the playoff. Who knows if that will ever happen? I mean, Boise State would have to go undefeated two years in a row or something. And play and play a good schedule. <laughs> It'd be crazy. BYU ain't getting into that anytime soon. That would be unbelievable. Is there some guy out there thinking, well, if I put five bucks in on BYU, hashtag gambling is wrong. But still, 200 Someone thought it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to play more or less. More or less on BYU Sports Nation. It's that kind of day on BYU Sports Nation where you have to pick one side or the other. We already gave you the ultimate would-you-rather for the 2015 BYU football season, New Year's Six game, or a Heisman Trophy win for Taysom Hill. Now let's go a little bit more in-depth. More or less, number one. More or less than one undrafted NFL free agent will make a 53-man roster. That same voice guy's back. I'll go less because I think one makes it. Yeah, I'm going to go less. I'm going to go I, less than one. I want it to be more, but I, my guess is less. It is so 53. difficult. 53 is different than practice squad. Exactly. Okay. It is so difficult to make the 53-man roster. One undrafted free agent did it for BYU last year, Daniel Sorensen, and he turned heads really on a daily basis at Chiefs camp. Like He was, he was doing things 
day to day that the Chiefs camp reporters would be like, wow, watch out for Daniel Sorensen. He's good on special teams. He's making interceptions. You have to make some serious noise to get on the 53-man roster. But you're right. The practice, the practice squads, I think we could see a couple of BYU undrafted free agents on practice squads. Spencer Hadley was on one, and then the last two or three weeks was on the 53-man roster. He was actually a tight end in that. We both go less than one undrafted NFL free agent to make a 53-man roster, meaning you are suited up for game number one. Let's go number two. More or less than one Heisman vote for Taysom Hill. You want to go first again, Jerem? Oh, man. I'll go more. Why not? Uh, one, like the dude, Tevin Coleman, who had 2,000 rushing yards from Indiana, he had two first-place votes. So they're first, second, and third-place votes. I think he had seven or eight votes. I don't know. Sure, why not? There, it, are, there are only first, second, and third-place votes. Now, if B, now, now, I better rescind my answer, actually. I'll, I'll go less, because if BYU won Heisman vote at all, even third place. No, I'll, I'll go, no, I'll go more. I'll go more. Wow, I was going to yeah. say, you're not going to give Taysom the benefit of the doubt that he would get at least two third-place votes? That's there, pretty good. There are two people out there yeah. that are going to give Taysom Hill respect. I'm assuming health, which I think if Taysom is healthy, he puts up 4,000-plus in total. Oh, he put up 4,200 in uh, 2013. Yes, more. No question, as we assume health. Taysom Hill will have more than one Heisman vote when all is said and done. And, and Jameis Winston got four first-place votes the year after he won. Well, that's okay, because Jameis Winston vote. decided to forget everything that yeah. was good and beautiful in the world and th- throw his social profile yeah. down the drain. Do some... Uh, Super sketchy stuff, yo. Good grief. Number three. More or less than two sellouts in the Marriott Center next season. More. You take the attendance uh, down. number down, the blue seats and the screen will attract uh, a good audience. We still don't know the games, right? We know that Utah State's coming here, but we don't know. Gonzaga is always going to be sold out. I imagine St. Mary's will be a good crowd. I don't know if it's sold out. Because they lose like five, all five starters or something. Yeah, because it's new. Yeah, it's, and it's a novelty. More or less, three sellouts. Yeah, there were two last year. I think there will probably Gonzaga be upwards of five or six sellouts this season because of people that generally wouldn't come to a basketball game that might come to a game, you know, once every few years. They're going to want to come this year. Padded seats make all the difference. And a huge They're- jumbotron, high definition, brand new screens. It's going to be awesome. I'm more inclined to go to a jazz game, even if it's a bad seat, because the screen's so big. It makes a huge difference. I can difference. feel like I'm seeing the game better instead of being like, what's going on down there while I wipe my nose for blood? This is not close. I, I think five or six sellouts in the Marriott Center this season because of the upgrade. So more. That one was too easy. That, yeah. Nor, we we should have gone, gone, gone like five. Yeah. <laughs> more or less than okay, five. Okay, Jared, more or less than five sellouts in the Marriott Center in the upcoming season. More. Because BYU is going to have a good team. People are going to want to see this team play. Plus the renovation. More or less than all sellouts. In the no, they're not selling season. out. <laughs> Prairie View A&M or whoever's coming in here. Yeah, that's that's asking a lot. There's going to be some weird snowy nights, too. And there will be nights like Pepperdine where the announcers don't show up and they tip it eight. And that, is, that is the weirdest scenario I have ever encountered as a college basketball fan. No announcers for the game. There's just nat- – like, they're off-site and then there's no natural sound, so they're just sitting in a quiet room. I want to tell the people that are listening right now that BYU TV – won't do that. We will okay? never do that. Okay? I can't say never because that's not in my control. But this season, we won't do it. We will. No, we, gen- yeah. we generally aren't traveling long distances, right? We do the games. Every- 
We do some. <laughs> that are, if it's available and we can do it, we do it. We went to Oregon State for football. We went to Chicago, Nevada, California last year. Yeah. There will be announcers 100% guaranteed from ABC National on September 5th. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 38 days. BYU football, 38 days away from Lincoln, Nebraska, and the season opener. We are approaching the five-week mark on ABC National. Tanner Mangum tweeted out earlier today, BYU's supposed backup quarterback. Uh, Ten days away from fall camp. Getting ready. I watched a video, by the way, randomly on YouTube from True Blue, previewing the backup quarterbacks. This is three years ago. A freshman, Taysom Hill. Tanner Mangum was gray-shirting. You know, Ammon Olsen was in there, but I was like, look, the future was right there. They're all there, yeah. We didn't know who Taysom was. It was just some dude. Now he's the man, right? We're talking about the Heisman Trophy. Now he's 50-1 to odds to win the Heisman Trophy. And Tanner Mangum's the heir apparent. And Tanner Mangum is the heir apparent. If I'm Bo Hodge, I'm like, well, we'll see about that. Our Twitter question today, would you rather BYU get into a New Year's Six game this year or have Taysom Hill win the Heisman? Let's go to the Twitter machine. At JSN Shep. What's up, Shep? What's up, Jason? New Year's Six benefits the program more. Playing in one of those games is a box the Cougars need to check off. My point exactly. You need that on your resume. You need it. Yeah. (laughs) You do. Absolutely. Hashtag analysis. I got paid to say that. (laughs) At Tana Chris. If Taysom wins the Heisman, BYU is in a New Year's Six game. So I'll take Heisman because we'll get both results. You can't do that. That is well, cheating. You, you have to pick one. But well, you can. Up next, fresh off a gold medal, Heather Olmstead returns to BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan, live from Studio B. What are we doing right now? Oh, did you miss our interview earlier with Corey Calvert? No worries. Know. Go to youtube.com slash BYU Sports. A live national simulcast? Yeah, I just... I was looking at something that Sports Nation <laughs> tweeted. It's distracted. That's the problem with social media. There's so much good stuff coming across. It's the strobe light effect. It's just like boom, 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 boom. It's crazy. Trying to keep up with it all, you know? Yeah, I, it's impossible. Good luck. By the way, we were going to have Heather Olmstead on. Can't make it today. We'll get her on another day, the women's volleyball coach. Yes, so the gold medal conversation will So if any of you want to come down and come on the show, we got a segment. Oh, would you settle down? <laughs> no, we, here's the Someone's good. Someone's going to be like, what? Here's the good part about this. We have gotten a ton of Twitter reaction about today's question because it's a polarizing question. Everyone has an opinion about this, and you were asking you to pick one. I want to read Some one. of you are picking both, but. Just pick one. Heisman for hit for Taysom Hill or a New Year's Six game for BYU football in 2015. Let's go right back to the Twitter machine. You got tweets. At Bronson's biceps. Nice. Although my boy deserves that Heisman, a New Year's Six bowl would bring more attention and money to Brigham as a whole. Now there's a good alternate money. angle, right? Money. Did he get any money for winning the Heisman? I don't think so. No. But. No way. No. Yeah. You can't. If I mean, does the school, like, is it in the best interest of the Heisman, the downtown football money. club or whatever? You should have brought that one up earlier. You would have convinced me. I did me, I earlier. I did 
Yeah, I didn't bring it up on the air, but that, yeah. that's right. The people I, are listening now. You're right. At Bronson's biceps is 100% correct. Yeah. Money. Here, you know what's greater than money, though? Respect that will get you what you need, BYU right? BYU already has Heisman respect. They already have it. They've already Re- got it. More No, BYU, yes, but it was how long ago, right? You 24 want, years. What have you done for me lately? Three straight eight-win seasons. You need something to make a splash. That's right? why you need to go Boise to New Year's State's Six. Boise State's really good at this. <laughs> Every couple of years. Exactly. New BYU needs to do what Boise State is to go game. to a New Year's Six game. Which brings me to this. At jmort 7 What has New Year's Six done for Boise? Always in the conversation, but not really in P5 expansion. Does P5 expansion matter if you're not invited? Uh, no, first of all, they it does are, not. They are 100% a P5 expansion candidate being In discussed. football only. But not much. No, I get that point. But guess what? If the hot girl talks about you but never actually goes and hangs out with you, who cares, right? BYU's in the discussion. This is all cool, right? Utah just sits there and laughs at us, by the way, us being the BYU Sports Nation, because it's a it's it's a hope. It's a uh, for now a pipe dream uh, that BYU gets into a power five. Until they do, then there's validation, right? So what does it do for Boise State? Oh, I don't know. They're the most credible non uh, power five team in America. Tons they go of money. to big games and money. win. They get more money. This matters. Kellen uh, Kellen Moore was a Heisman top five guy as well his senior year. That all that matters, right? Would you rather be BYU or Boise State in terms of national credibility? Boise State, right? Would you rather be BYU basketball or Gonzaga? Gonzaga. Those are the programs that you want to be like because they're not in a Power Five, but they're still hugely relevant. I feel really strong about that. I can tell. And And I always raise my voice (laughs) when that happens. Now, okay. But they're in the Mountain Bo- West. Yeah, Boise but they State, won three Boise BCS State New Year's Six games. is the wedding crasher that goes and steals the show that everybody falls in love with. Are they with. Vince Vaughn or Luke Wilson? Both. They're both. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're the guys that go and crash the Vince party. Vaughn and everybody, was everybody Chris, ends up loving them. Vince Vaughn, Vaughn was Chris Peterson, and Luke Olson is Brian Harson. There it is. There you go, man. Hey, I'm a new head coach. I go 12-2 and two and win a... New Year's Six game. The only thing that Croton didn't do with that was finish the season strong. Went 12-2 and two as well first year. The only thing that BYU has on Boise, and we've discussed this at length, is the fact that they're independent, available, and there is no cap really on what they can do as an independent in terms of getting to it's, – it's no different being in the Mountain West Conference than it is being an independent in your playoff access. It's not. It's no different. Yeah, the the four team playoff. Correct. It's no different. BYU, you're, gonna, you're going to have to beat out a power five champ. Yes, there there is a ceiling there. for for Boise Will that State. Ever happen? A a power, s- you're going to have to beat out a po- power five champ to get into this. You have five conferences. I don't know. I don't in know. theory, everyone in theory, every conference has one true champion. I think it would take a miracle for Notre Dame to beat out a power five team. I don't. They have so much cred, dude. If they go undefeated, they're in. Like, I don't even care what the other teams. Well, that's why coaches are. are saying Notre Dame needs to be in a power. Oh, I conference. know. Well, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, to some degree, is still milking the legacy of the past, right? BYU milks the legacy of the past. Everyone tries to do it. Here's the thing for me with with this whole BYU Boise State. What is it? What has it done for Boise? Boise's in a great place. Okay? Oh my gosh, they they're in a fan, the school. They're in a fantastic in place. They are the cream of the crop when it comes to non P five darlings. They have a cap because they have to play Wyoming 
and New Mexico. Like they're because of their plays strength of schedule. Wagner and San Jose State. Where are we really comparing strength of schedule with Boise State this year? Well, this year happens I mean, to be one of the strongest we, with BYU. Really right? Really doing that and years to come. Like they're going to be anchored down and by we'll, a Mountain West Conference schedule. And, Fact. And we'll watch them win double digit games, and we'll say, That's "Yeah, the, our strength of schedule so was fantastic." Get they get that. The pre, but, we won the preseason. They're not playing on ABC National to open the season against Nebraska. Hey, that, BYU's got relevant games all year. There are less eyeballs on Boise State later in the season because of their opponents. Because of their opponents. But there's a lot of eyes on New Year's Eve when they play in a no New argument there. No this, argument there. I'm just year. saying the differences are there. Those are the differences. So it's, you know. It's, it's, it's wins and street cred versus eyeballs, right? You, ho- you hope that wants eyeballs, to get both. BYU you wants to get both. Eyeballs trans- Here, and, and we've said this a million times. These strong schedules are great. If BYU doesn't win some of these games, it doesn't matter. In fact, it's a negative. So BYU has to amp up their execution in the way they play. Otherwise, otherwise it's going to be negative. Exposure- Taysom Hill's going to stay healthy, and BYU's going to win 10 games. Exposure can no, be negative. No, I those on. Taysom Hill's going to stay healthy. BYU's going to win 10 games. Ex- it's all going to be good. Exposure can be negative. It's the risk. But that's why you play. That's why you do the sportsness. That's why we <laughs> play the game. Playoff. BYU Sports Station presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. I would very much like it if we could whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Men's Basketball. BYU signs a new point guard recruit. We will be breaking down the news later on this week. Also, if you missed it, blue seats are in the Marriott Center. Lower bowl. It looks fantastic. Cougars in the NFL. Former BYU wideout Jordan Leslie started fall camp yesterday with the Minnesota Vikings. He's one of six undrafted rookie free agents to begin an NFL camp. Other notables, Paul Lasique, Alani Fuhl with the Arizona Cardinals, DeAndre Wesley with the Baltimore Ravens, Rob Daniel with the Oakland Raiders, and Devin Mahina with the Washington Redskins. Women's basketball. BYU All-American and two-sports star Jen Hampson and the L.A. Sparks play the Minnesota Lynx tonight, 8 Eastern on NBA TV. Football. More football. Former BYU running back Kelly Bills joined the Utah State coaching staff as an offen- uh, an offensive. It's, a, no, it's offensive. Not He's an, at Utah State. Not an offensive. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Graduate assistant for the upcoming season. Also, as we mentioned a couple of times on the show, BYU 200 to 1 odds to win the national championship. Good luck to Kelly on every day but November 28th. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, fair. I like Kelly. That's fair. Good dude. Uh, uh, older brother of Craig, if you, Craig Bills. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. I think we should give it to Sister Ainge for taking care of Corey Calvert in the Boston hey, mission. how about the mission president who put Corey Calvert in Danny Ainge's ward <laughs> for the last six months? How awesome is that? Uh, uh, Danny, uh, do you have a referral for us? Could we teach anyone like... On the Celtics or anything? No? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for dinner. Kelly Olenek. <laughs> Can we teach Kelly Olenek? Uh, Bronson Kafusi sent a message <laughs> that he wants to pound him again. Bronson, Bronson says to Corbin oh when we shoot goodness. our commercial, dude, you should just hammer people like I did. Corbin's like, uh, I'll, I need to stay in the game. Because I'm not just a hired gun. Like yeah, they're you very were. different. That's not what he said. But they're that's... very different. Bronson is a hammer. <laughs> Bronson is a hammer. He sees a nail and he's like, ah! I must hit the nail. Yeah, which is a great thing because he's a defensive player yes. in football, he's right? He's a football guy. Yeah. 
Corbin, Corbin's more finesse and athletic. Corbin yeah. sees a loose ball. Okay, I saw him play pickup the other day, and there uh, a foul was called. You know, there are no refs. A foul is called. Ball bounces off the rim. It's way off. Corbin Kafusi just grabs it behind his head and just boom throws it down. I was like, oh my goodness, his athleticism is increasing. Hopefully, he's got a basic post game this year, and then he can go from there. So thank you, Sister Ainge, for taking <laughs> care of Corey Calvert as a missionary during his mission trip to the Boston area. That's awesome. Do you think he played only half court as the rules dictate no on a mission? The no whole time? way. Well, they, I'm sure they like m- like modified it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to say he. I broke never played full rules. court on my mission. We didn't have a full court basketball. I didn't know court that it was. I didn't know Brazil that it was a rule. <laughs> You didn't? No. Wow. You need to read the White Bible, bro. Oh, my goodness. Our Twitter question today, would you rather have BYU get into a New Year's Six game? Will you read the White Bible? No, I won't because I'm not a missionary What concerns do you have about it? Would you rather have BYU get into a New Year's Six game or have Taysom Hill win the Heisman in 2015? Let's go to the Twitter machine. You've got tweets. New Year Six and Taysom. Okay, at I do rock the Y. New Year Six and Taysom being able to start every game this year. New Year Six would lead to many more positive outcomes for the BYU program, mostly financially and checking off a box that they've never done. Listen, I I don't care about money as much as I care about street cred, right? Which which hopefully can get you into a Power Five. I I I hear you. Yeah, totally. Both help a ton. Going to New Year Six, and I I've highlighted this before. Uh, a lot of the non-Power 5 teams that got into Power 5 conferences had a season to validate their programs. Utah did it twice, so 408. TCU won the Rose Bowl, right? West Virginia went to a couple. They were the Power 6, at uh, or the Big 6. I don't even remember what we called them in. At, at Saoto Vic. Vic, what's up, What's Vic? up, Victor? Tweeting in. He says the Heisman because it's more prestigious and rare. So he's My with, man. he is with you, Jerem. Just me and NFL players weighing in on the Heisman side, you know? Yeah, well, he hasn't heard me my the argu- gre- he hasn't heard my argument for me and the Green Bay Packers. Our elite tweet of the day from at Brett underscore Meekum. Go to a New Year Six leads to a Big Twelve invite. Leads to better recruits. Leads to more Heisman trophies. Okay, thanks to Corey Calvert and everyone on our crew. The conversation continues twenty four seven on Twitter using hashtag BYUSN. The show is on demand on BYUSN.com. For Jeremy, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Spencer White. We're back.